On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Lost Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian. I am hanging out with the band called The Dodies, and they are from the deserts of Israel. Yeah! Oh, boy! And here it comes! The motherfucking loud spot! All right, before we get the show started, I do want to remind everyone to please subscribe to my YouTube channel and go to all podcasting platforms, and we're on there. Listen to us. All right, there might be a slight delay. I'm not sure. The Dodies. Dude, you guys have like a very, very unique kind of very, very cool sound. So tell me a little bit about your band. Like when did you guys start and how did you guys get your sound? Well, we started when we were 14 playing together here in the South. Um, and well, we had a Hebrew punk band called We Suck. And nice. eventually we evolved into a less gimmicky sound and uh, created the, the Dodies. Yeah, and okay, I, and I, hate, I never asked, yeah. I never, I never asked this question, right? Because I think it's a stupid question, but I'm actually kind of curious. How did you guys come up with the name the Dodies? Like, what does that mean? When I was just born, my parents took me, put me in a cradle. All my family surrounded me, and my little brother came up to me and touched my face, and he said. That looks like a doty. So <laughs> I figured it would be a, a catchy name for a band. It is. It's a very cool name. We're gonna try to work out through the delay. So I will I will pause after I'm done saying something and let you guys respond to it. There can't be I don't know what the music scene is like over there. Is there a lot of rock bands that I mean you guys probably not sound like you guys, but is there any other rock bands out there like in your area? In this specific area where we live in the South, well, I don't live in the South anymore, but in the South where this is our headquarters in Israel, there are no bands currently. No bands at all, not even, not even pop bands, nothing, literally nothing. I don't believe you that you're from Jerusalem because you sound like you're American, man. You have like no accent at all <laughs> whatsoever, dude. Well, I'm, um, I was born in, in Texas, but we, I moved with my family to uh, Israel when I was two years old. So I did, I mean, I did grow up here. I spoke okay, English okay. at so, uh, okay. my so house. When, so when you understand then, when you say the South, I'm thinking like Alabama or Texas or like somewhere South. When you say the South, what's the South to you guys? When I said the South... You're thinking like uh, Louisiana and Texas and shit. Well, I was, that's but, what I was thinking, but I knew that's not what you meant. Yeah, but but uh, oddly enough, I feel like most southern countries in any most southern areas in any country are kind of uh, a bit more bigoted in general. You know, you know what I mean. Like uh, the periphery is always a bit more uh, rednecky and. We're surrounded by rednecks here, man. (laughs) Different kind of redneck, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Very different, but somehow similar. 
So you were you were born in Texas and then you moved to your now I guess your parents are originally from Jerusalem. Is that accurate? Well, my my dad is Moroccan. He's from he was born in Casablanca and my mom's from Texas. Um, oh wow. So you ever, you ever, moved, you, ever, you, ever, you ever come back to the United States and visit family like your mom's side of the family? Oh yeah, I, I would visit family all the time. So I have a pretty good understanding of American culture. And then uh, you just dragged your buddy, you just dragged your buddy into it. You're like, we're gonna start a fucking band. It's gonna sound like a rock band, <laughs> motherfucker. Listen to me. And then, then you're like, come play music with me. And he's like, What am I doing over here? You you, just, <laughs> you, got, you did to him. That is our complete biography right there. Yeah. Man. <laughs> you got it. You it. So when you guys do when you guys play concerts and shows, is if there's no really a music scene out there or like that how how do you book your I would assume you play locally to where you live, right? On your live sets? Locally. And uh well there is more of a music scene in Tel Aviv around Tel Aviv here. Okay. Um it's it's different than like a, an American scene. The bands are not the music genre is kind of different and it's okay. It's like, you know, whatever. Does that, when you guys, when you guys play a live show, does the audience go, what in the hell am I watching right now? Because, because listen, you guys have such a very artistic, very cool. And just, I mean, I, I watch when I watch your video, no silver lining, I had to show my wife. I was like, look at these dudes. Like, you know, the, I mean, that's just not where you live. That, that doesn't happen. So does everyone watch you guys like, what am I doing over here? Or do you get a good response from the audience? I don't think we've had a show since uh, No Silver Lining came out, the video. Uh, <laughs> so we're about to find out soon. Yeah, we're going to have shows soon and hope, uh, <laughs> hope people react uh, okay to that. <laughs> But, you know, we've got a certain fan base. Anyone who's interested, like, in here in the South and our type of music usually comes. It's just not too many people are really interested in that kind of genre. And I find, I find it interesting. When I found your music video for No Silver Lining, all I saw was one that looks like it was a screen record from TikTok that you put onto YouTube. That's what I that's what I found. So literally, did you take a TikTok video and then put that on YouTube as your music video? Or is there another file for it that I just didn't see? No, that, that that's the video. Okay, okay. That is the, the video, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. So, so you on, it, put it on put it on put it on YouTube. Yeah. And let's I I want people to understand the cool dynamic you guys have. It's a duo. You got a guitar player, singer, and a drummer, right? Uh, but it's just it's just the two of you. It's just the two of you. And the sound that you guys make is definitely not like anything I've ever heard. It reminds me in a way of not like, but has similarities to like the way the singer from System of a Down sings. Just uh, just because the, the dynamic of the voice kind of goes the way it fluctuates and a little bit of screaming and singing. OK, we're going to play notes. I'm hoping that the song plays with you guys having bad Wi-Fi. Let's hope you don't have any issues, okay? All right, let's check it out right now. The Dodies, no silver lining.
Okay. I'm going to say if if system, yeah! <laughs> if system of a Down and the Strokes had a baby, it would be something like that, I think. Such a cool a cool sound. How do you, how do you guys push your music to the American audience being being all the way out there in Israel? We try to push it online as well as possible as, as best as we con- can. Do you guys make contacts out here and try to talk to uh you know, different PR people. I know you guys work with Shauna a lot. Who produced your your songs? His name is Ron. Ron called Bumblefoot. And, uh, yeah, we, we met him uh, three years ago, I think. Yeah, even four. Uh, in the States, yeah. We had, like, a sort of a pilot recording in Austin which went really well. Yeah, and we clicked. So you deci- you decided to take your band. Do you guys record in the United States mostly? Uh, we've been recording. We recorded some of our first album there. Uh, and uh, Bumblefoot decided it would be a good idea during the corona to come and meet us uh, in, uh, in southern Israel and record here. So we recorded uh, our first album mostly here. That was before the corona. That was uh, was 2019. Before the corona. Oh, shit. And during the the COVID thing, we met in Ireland. Uh, You have an album called something about Ireland, right? Um, Yeah. what's What's it called? Floating in limbo. It's that's what we recorded that in Ireland. So you guys just travel all around. I gotta ask, do you guys have any like close friends that listen to your music out there and and think that it's super cool? Like you gotta be like the coolest kids like in your town. <laughs> well, you would you would think so. <laughs> you would hope so. I mean, you know, people. A lot of young people kind of react differently to here. There is a culture difference at the end of the day. I mean, I remember playing in front of. Uh, there was a festival with a lot of young people here, and we performed, and there was a group of kids looking at us and saying, "Why? Why are they singing in English? Uh, do they think that Justin Bieber?" And I was like, <laughs> "The fuck." Justin Bieber, what the fuck is going through your mind? Just because it's English, it doesn't mean it's Justin Bieber, goddammit. But when we played in the States, there were kids, you know, that came up to us after the show and took took photos with us and shit. Like, it's, it gets different. You don't, do, do, do you wear a bra on, do you wear your bra on stage? Because that, 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 that was pretty cool. I like how you did the whole, the whole little dancing thing on the tiktok video the little, the little thing and then you got you wearing a bra on one scene is that something that you want to do on a live con- a live show as well is that like a, an alter ego or was it just for the music video <laughs> it was just for the music video <laughs> but i'd be happy to wear a fucking bra whenever man wear that shit all day what's your guys' plans are you guys planning on doing any tours anytime soon as far as in the united states or even abroad where you guys live the plan is uh, July, the beginning of July. We're supposed to, we're sort of planning on playing Florida and Texas and Louisiana. But I don't know, man, we're trying to work out uh, 
runs work permit, runs uh, artist visa, so we can play there oh. without being accosted by border patrol police. <laughs> How long does it take to get that visa? Like, this, let's say you're in a band and you're in even Europe, or I, I don't know where it's different. Does it take a long time to, to get that to come over here just to play some music? Yes. It's an atrocious, obvious procedure. <laughs> does, not, it's does, horrible. Does the, whole, does the whole drum set come, or do you just get a drum set when you're here? Well, we're fucking there. We can, we're not going to fly our drum set over there. We're going to fly our fucking asses over there, man. They won't let us come in. You can't. When you're down here, you got to get all new instruments just to play shows. Is that how it works? Yes, all but one. I mean, I get my guitar over there. So yeah, you can get your guitar over here. We can't get the drum set over here. Man, that's fucking cool, guys. I, I just I went when, when I was told I was going to get a band from uh, from Israel on the show. I was pretty excited about it. It sucks the Wi-Fi. It sucks the Wi-Fi is kind of bad. I get that. Do you guys have any plans to come out with the new album um, or new? Are you guys coming out with albums or singles? And are you guys releasing more throughout the rest of the year? Hmm. As far as this, like a real plan for a new album, no, not currently. Uh, but we do have enough material for for two albums. Yeah, yeah, two more albums coming right up someday. So what, what, it what, will happen. What are you guys waiting for on releasing those? What what are you just trying to just time everything out? You know, uh... yeah, man. We need to publish this shit. We need to fucking play shows. We need to play shows in the states. We need to play shows in Europe. We're bureaucratically stuck here. We cannot move. We need to get out of there. We need to go to your state, wherever it is, and play for you. Are you guys growing a following out there? Or is most of your following coming from the United States or Europe? Even we do have a following here. You know, it's we do have a like a an underground rock sort of scene. You know, it's it's more niche here, uh, but it exists to an extent. Yeah, it's an ambulance, probably. <laughs> uh, it exists, you know, not as it's not as big as the states. What made you change your sound from like a, a punk? You know, because it's it's you guys are considered like a I've heard read a couple times a garage band uh, kind of sound. What made you change your guys' sound from punk to wind up this kind of style? Was that a natural progression, or was that something that that you you guys decided internally to change your sound? Well, it was definitely natural. I mean, we didn't try that much. I mean, how how long can you just play the same old dumbass punk songs, man? It's it so boring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love punk. I still love punk, and we still have certain songs that are punky. But you know, I mean, I I listen to a lot of genres of music, and you can't like stay stuck in that. That punk thing forever, no, you know. Not, not, not if you, not if you want to grow. Not if you want to grow, and it, you know, you're right. You're right. But punk, punk was cool, and it still is cool. But a lot of the punk rock bands just don't make it today like they used to. You know, in like I would say the early 2000s, or yeah, early 2000s. And you guys have kind of the right yeah. genre, the right style, the right sound. So you're hoping to come out here in July, right? Yeah. 
Yes, please, Jesus. And how, when are you going to find? How, when do you find out if you're going to be able to do so or not? You have no fucking clue. Not a single clue. No, well, we're, we're, we're working on it. I mean, it's, it's not that bleak. <laughs> who's booking? You guys have a booking agent, I guess, that's that's trying to get it going for you guys? We've we we, we got a book, sort of, we're in contact with booking agents, uh, and we've got a lawyer who's helping us trying to get the artist visa. It seems that it will happen this time, all right? Um, we have a patron in Texas, a woman who is financing the band, who's trying oh, cool. to, you know, get us going in the States for a long time now. And she's been very persistent and helpful. And uh, so, yeah, she got this attorney that's trying to get us over there. And, and uh, she, she uh, started a, a label. She signed us onto her label. Okay. So there would be like a legitimate business requiring our, you know, shows. When, when you guys, when you guys plan on going on tour, do you plan on just being the two of you, or do you, do you guys plan on hiring like a bass player, or you don't need one? We don't need those motherfuckers. <laughs> Fuck them! You don't need we a bass player. You really can't. I mean, some bands do. Your guys' sound doesn't doesn't not definitely doesn't need one. Well, I hope you. I hope you guys do get to come to the states, and if you do, I hope you guys get to play in Oklahoma. I would love to see you guys live and play with you. This was actually kind of hard for me to do with the Wi-Fi going in and out and not being able to completely understand every single thing because there was some cho some choppiness on my end. I think it recorded fine though. So, good luck to you guys. And do you guys have a website? Do you guys have merch and all that good stuff? Website, merch, Spotify, Apple Music. Everything imaginable is there. Is there anything that you it's, want to mention to anybody that want that you want to relay about your band? Um, I know we didn't go over a whole whole lot, so is there anything that you want to talk about? Uh, you can look us up. Find the patience. May you find the patience within yourself to listen to a good rock album, you dirty motherfuckers. It's about time <laughs> you listen to a good <laughs> rock album. And listen, I love this guy's attitude already. Like, I love his, he's like, listen, you dirty motherfuckers. Listen to my shit right now. Like, go. And, you know, and, and no one's going to be disappointed. I promise you, you will not be disappointed listening to these guys. All their songs are something different that you've never heard. I've never in my life heard a band that sounds like you guys. And that says something. You know how many bands I fucking talk to that sound like a lot of other bands that I fucking talk to? And you guys do not have that, which is something very spectacular. Thank you, sir. Those Thank are kind you. words. Yeah. Well, Appreciate you know, I mean, it. it's, yeah, absolutely. It's very, it's very true. And keep on staying on the path that you guys are on. You know, when you sound like someone else, it gets a little bit old. People are one day are going to be like, you sound like the Dodies. That's what they're going to wind up saying. As long as you guys keep on going, I think you guys have the right idea and you guys are going to make it big time. I pray for that. Thank you, Thank you, sir. Thank you. I shall pray as well at night every day. <laughs> All right. Stay right there. Don't go anywhere till after the outro song plays, please. I do want to remind everyone to please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out on Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash loud spot. $3 a month helps us out. Listen to us on all podcasting platforms. That's all the time I got. Peace out. Rock on. Much love. And guys, don't go anywhere. This is the loud all spot. Right. by nothing short of tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. 
Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. There's nothing short of tragic happens back again. Yes. Does everything that's good really have to end? A yes. pin post has a pin show, so to get more episodes, make an order. This is over. Thanks for watching our videos. Don't forget to click the like and subscribe button on our YouTube channel. Don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash the loudspot. We also have an app you can download on iOS and Android. Please check it out. Peace out, rock on, and much love. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. I'm and dead. My mom is right there. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at IntoHistory.com.